Welcome to Return to Oswald. I'm Derek. He's Scar. He's Brandon. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm fine. Scar, how are you doing today? I'm good, bro. I'm fucking furious. And the reason why I'm fucking furious, well, 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 it's because of the same nigga. So I'm allowed. Before I was upset with the with with Augustus because of the way he treated Jackson Bayhew. Now I'm upset with Augustus because this nigga is wishy-washy as fuck. Yes. And weren't you just acting Billy Badass like last episode when you were talking all gangster to Miguel? And now all of a sudden, oh, uh, I don't want nobody to get hurt. Nigga, Jackson Bayhew's no on nuance. drugs because of you. Huh? No, he's not. Yes, he what? is. No, yes, he's he not. Is. Yes, he is. It's, he, he a bitch ass nigga at this point. Look, like, no, no, wait, wait, no, Brandon. He is Jackson Vahu was on drugs. Pete and said got that he was Augustus clean. on drugs. He said the sis, sister Pete said Vahu was clean right before his parole hearing, and uh-huh. now all of a sudden this dude's taking so much drugs that he's born to resistance to it or a tolerance to it, and he has a skin pop. Good, that's he on it. Augustus. He deserves it. He made Augustus. Augustus said, "I'm done with Joe and drugs," and Jackson Vahu made him get back on drugs. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You can't you can't fucking get a, a a person in a wheelchair who's not on drugs anymore and basically force him to do drugs with you and then be mad. And Augustus didn't even make you do drugs. You just doing it because you mad. No, he doing it because he ain't got it because Augustus fucked it up for him and he ain't got no. I mean, good. might as well. He ain't got good. no future. Good. That's what happens. You got choices to make. You can't make choices and then get mad when people have consequences. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. You're absolutely right. Um, one of my favorite shirts is freedom of speech does not remove you from freedom of consequences. So that I'm, man, I'm that man did that shit. And then, you know, people are going to get angry at you and you got to deal with that. With revenge. And in this episode, Augustus, just because he was talking shit to Alvarez don't mean he wants to fucking start another race war. He's so been there you, long enough to see the wars. What you saying is that this nigga, there's an old video of a kid who's a gangbanger until they say it's time to ride, and then he's like, I'm on the porch. I'm, I'm, I'm on the porch. He said he was a gangbanger. He was, he was for Burr getting all the black people in order. But he was not for Burr getting all the black people in order to start another race war, the third nah. one. Nah, what 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 Augustus seems like to me right now, real talk, is like them white folks who voted for Trump until all of a sudden Trump started wanting to do fuck shit. And then it's I didn't sign up for this. Yep. I like- he is the he is the poster child of I didn't sign up for this. Mm-hmm. If nothing because- else, we can admit that. <laughs> Yeah, well, he didn't sign up. Well, of course he didn't sign up for that. How was he supposed then, to know? Burr then, be like, all he's right, known Burr his whole life. We're going to kill Pagamo. We're going to kill Morales. And the, nigga, and the nigga was literally waiting for Tug to get there. <laughs> now that you're here, you we can put our plan in action. Shamit, go kill Pancamo. Yeah, and then, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This motherfucker, this bitch-ass nigga said, a lot of people, a lot of innocent, uh, a lot of good men are going to get killed. Which one of these motherfuckers is a good man? That's also a good question. Okay, I which, think what he wanted to say was, I mean, men other... who don't deserve to die. Oh. Um, 
That's what you meant to say. I mean, maybe out of out of the three, Morales, maybe. No, Morales. Now, he wasn't by. referring to them. He, he was just talking, talking overall. About, he was talking about the collateral damage of starting another race war. He was basically saying, you start another race war, a bunch of people are going to die that don't need to die. And and pretty much everything he said was right. So you're going to kill people. They're going to lock their shit down. They're going to eventually figure out it was you. And they're going to throw you in solitary. Then why the fuck didn't you say none of this shit at the time when all of the fucking assignments went out? He did. He said it right at the. He said it right then. No, 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 no. He, no, he, he didn't. didn't. He didn't. He got on no, him he in the cafeteria. He got on him in the cafeteria. Yes, right when it was about so to actually to, happen. He's supposed to say that in front of all the people. Yeah, well, he's saying everything else in yes. front of all the people. No, he went. He went. Look, look. You snitched in private. Like you need. You need to make your. Like, yeah, he snitched in private, so he said it in <laughs> private. That's right. No, but you should have said it to the person who you should have said it to the person who needed to hear it. The person who set all of this shit up. Instead of snitching, it's cold in here. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I mean, he needed to say that at the time or immediately thereafter. Well, we don't know how much time passed. We could assume it was probably it could have been 15 minutes later. It was in the same location. Or they were in the they were in the room chilling, and then they could have just went to lunch. Could have been like five minutes later, he went to lunch and said some shit to him. I'm sorry, I don't know I, how long that was. I can't roll with this. I can't roll with this at all. Y'all I'm just sorry. hating. On, y'all just get on y'all people, and then y'all just start hating. It's a new person every month. It's not no, a new person every month. No, this nigga started hating. Augustus has been consistent this entire show. He's been consistent, except when someone fucks with him, which is kind of how people are. They get hypocritical when someone fucks with them. But outside of that, he's been consistent. He don't like people doing fuck but, shit. But for this, for this, all, all of this stuff that was getting ready to happen, none of that had anything to do with him. He's what do you mean? What, what Bird what told him to go tell the dude to he kill just, the he dude. Just, he just said go tell White. You know what that's called? Accessory to murder. That's what that's called. Accessory to murder. If I tell you to go kill Rashani and you get caught, damn, I am in a, you are you are an accessory. I am Wait, an accessory to murder. What did I do, Lenny? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just can't. And obviously he told him, right? No, we don't know that he told him. Somebody else could have told him. Where where do we get that? Like we can only go by what we saw, right? Hmm. Yeah. All right. So- obviously, White got the message. White tried to do what he was going to do, but then my man ran to the fucking popo. Or he, he told snitched. him, no, he snitched first. So I'm pretty sure Augustus did tell him after he, he after he snitched because he knew he wasn't going to get die. I don't think he, I don't think he's because because the police were ready. We'll get to that. But the, the, the cops were ready Omar for all these to, things. Omar had to be prepared for. The, you know he had to have the shank he had to be prepared to set all of this shit up but he did he there's no way he could have he snitched first because the moment he snitched from from what we saw i'm only going by what we saw the moment he snitched they mounted the fuck up and went to shut this shit down there was no way that he snitched first and then well, it doesn't matter if he snitched first a second nah, if i if but I if tell you, you if, if you I tell went, you to go, if you went Rashani, and told, if you went and told Omar, then went and told the popo, you a bitch ass nigga. That's no, the same Period. shit. Period. 
What's the if, also, you, if you a, told Omar if, on, if you so told he, Omar to do the thing and then a, fucking a, and then told and then told the popo about the thing that you just told Omar to fucking do? That's right. That's a bitch ass nigga. That's how you stop something. See y'all, y'all living this street life. You gotta have some consistency. This man, we'll get to it, but this man, I, I think I am pretty consistent. To this be man has you. consistently stopped <laughs> t- things that went over the line this entire time in us. Things he that has, he felt he has, were he over the line. And he stopped breaking, and, and, and he, he plays the game. He plays the game like everyone else. But when he thinks it's over the line, like okay, we're going too far here. He does something about it. And you know what? That's a good that's a good statement. I'm so sorry. Why the fuck do these niggas keep fucking with Augustus? I mean, he's loyal to a point. Mm, to a no, point, which means you're not loyal. We seen this. That's not we true. Seen, we seen, Everyone's no, loyal to a point. If you're loyal to a point, snake. that means you ain't loyal. I would everyone's look, loyal. I would, to a point. I would have not trusted this nigga to be around me since he snitched on Snake, period. And he never got get back for that shit either. Never and and poet was there when that shit happened. Yep, he didn't get back. He was right. He was he was right. But like from from the from the perspective of someone around him in that prison, I can't fucking trust you to be around when the shit goes down. Yep, and poet should have been like, "Hey, Burr, you do like literally snitched on Snake and was happy about that shit. Maybe you don't want him to be here when you have this conversation about killing everybody." Yeah, but that's and like his son. And, this, and then this a bitch ass. Then ask his son, he should know how he is. He, exactly. That's probably what caught him off guard. That's what I assume. He went to him and was like, hey man, that's not a good idea. That's somebody you got a relationship with. He tried to say, he said, this is not a good idea. This is why it's not a good idea. And this is what will happen if you go along with this bad idea. That's a conversation you have yesterday. You don't have that conversation after the assignments have been given. Shout you out to Adam Sandler. Yes. Yesterday. No. Um, <laughs> but that's a conversation you have yesterday. I don't know. You know, they had to wait for Tug to actually get processed and brought in the fucking brought into the place. You know exactly what Burr was up to. Because everybody and their mama have been talking. And like the, the conversation, the conversation with Alvarez was about, yo, they coming to see you. And like I can try to help you, and he was like, "Nah, I got it." So you have that conversation right there, like, "Yo, going after these dudes right now may not be what's hot on these streets." And he was just like, "All right, I'll play. I'll play it cool. We'll see what we can do." Something. Right, so let's let's we'll get back to this kind of, but we're gonna talk about the fact that if a nigga had actually gone through, if nobody had died from this Weiger Corporation pill thing and they had gotten out of jail aging 20 years and then gotten out immediately. Apparently, as soon as they stopped taking the medication, they were going to go back to normal. Exactly. So what the fuck was the point of the pill, bro? Because Cyril was just like, hey, my, my, my hair color is coming back and I don't have the same kind of wrinkles I used to have. And it wasn't that long of a time between the time he took the pills and and then it was like maybe it was a a plot device for Gloria McManus to go on a date and for Gloria for McManus to get stabbed up (laughs) and for Gloria to protect to get closer to Ryan and Cyril. Mm -hmm. I don't care anything about this storyline. 
You shouldn't. I don't care about the Gloria and the O'Reillys. I don't care about none of this shit. Cyril keep going the fuck off. And, you know, like, what, what does she feel? Does she really feel guilt towards Cyril? Like, what, what is it? What is the reason why she would even want to try to help Cyril in this point? At this point, is it guilt? Why does she? Cyril has a mental disability, Mm -hmm. and he she feels bad for him. So and she likes Ryan, and she he's Ryan's brother. So he needs to go to the mental place. Sorry, like he because he keeps having these outbursts. Now, granted, well, I mean, he has reasons. He has reasons for these outbursts. He ain't. I was about to say he ain't having these outbursts. He's having retaliatory moments. Yes, but the rest of them don't know that. That's the point because nobody listens. Mm -hmm. Nobody's watching them. And he can. and, And like Ryan can't say like you know. He can. Can he? He can. Can he say what's really happening? He could say, you know what? This CO is overstepping her bounds of power on my brother, and he feels uncomfortable. Who's going to listen to him? Gloria. Maybe. He he tried to say that. He said she's lying. He was She was doing something to him, and they just basically ignored the fuck out of him. Yeah, but I'm saying meeting. Gloria will listen. That's all. But she and, was in that meeting, and they basically ignored him. She was like, Officer Howe said he did this. And Ryan was like, she's fucking lying. She was fucking with him. And they were like, yeah, so. And then just moved right on to fucking, <laughs> we got to send him to the to the mental health facility. Yeah, they human being the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, actually, what they did was, Officer Howe, Grabbed his ass, and so that's why he swung on him. See, that's why he need to be in the facility right there. Like, what the fuck? I did not. What? Thank you, Ryan. Your words push us over the edge. Good man. Yeah, it's just that. Just I don't. I don't feel nothing for this storyline. I don't feel nothing for the other O'Reilly storyline either. Mm-mm. So then we also find out that uh, McManus is in great spirits and should be back from the stabbery in like a week. Um, why, is, why does he keep look, bruh? I get it. Like M City is your baby, but there's there's a time and a place to let that baby go. Yeah, I ain't and getting like, stabbed for y'all, nigga. I'm, yeah, I'm not getting stabbed for y'all. And then like, yo, I'll be back to work next week. No, thank you. I've I'm been taking, shot. I've been stabbed. Can I just get like a week? The, I, you know, I'm taking I'm taking an extended vacation the longest extended vacation that I could possibly muster. Hey, if y'all uh, install the cameras that I've been asking you to install in the gyms and shit, I can do this from home. How, how long does long-term disability cover me? <laughs> <laughs> Not coming back to work on this shit. Motherfucker stab me. Oh, God. Um, But yeah, the Weiger Corporation retained an attorney because the family of Fred Wick is suing for $25 million. Uh, Dr. Nathan is named as a co-defendant. This but shit like, was so fucking stupid. Yeah, because I'm like, if he yeah. if he's in this study, then he signed documentation showing that he was aware of all side effects and was a willing participant. None of this made any sense. Yeah. So they have nothing to stand on at all. Well, he said, well, well, remember, he said he said they're gonna settle out of the, court. The 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 civil case, piece of cake. Them coming after her license, though. 
How and did I'm you like, come after her license? license? I don't know. Because they, they're going to they're gonna try to say that it was... The governor, the commissioner, everyone signed off on it and told them that they had to do it. All she did was pick but people what they to, told do her to do it. Exactly. This story, that doesn't make any sense. I told you, I don't, care, I don't care nothing about none of this. This shit is just fucking stupid. It's just like, we need to create some, we need to create some problems for these people. So let me, let's find the most convenient fucking problems. Like not, with no actual thought put into this shit. It's just dumb. Yep. And it, it and the, and she sees the, um the news announcers are the news, the, the reporters and the reporters are saying, why your corporation has pinned this all completely on you? What do you have to say about that? Like, what? Does anybody else? What? And then all of a sudden she goes to leave and there's a bunch of fucking reporters like, whoa, 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 whoa. what the fuck? And pressed up at the glass like it's or at the bars like it's fucking The Walking Dead. Exactly. The prison episode. The yeah, prison this season. Shit, this shit is stupid, bro. Like, all of this is dumb. Like, I guess, I guess you could say, I guess you could say, um this is you know okay brandon i'm gonna say this you were right uh, you're I right think, brandon's right I, a lot i think i think one i think one of the jump in the shark moments was at a bc diet they just don't know what the fuck they oh yeah no yeah, but you, that's not the it's not the only one there's gonna there's gonna be another Oh. This one, there's there's a there's a difference between there's a difference between the the jumping the shark over that one of those little um those little ramps that you make around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You you yeah. The, the there's another one that's coming that's a motherfucking super pipe jumping the shark moment like <laughs> like it's, I'm prepared. I mean this I mean this 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 jump is so huge that niggas are gonna be doing 1080s like just <laughs> 1080s across that bitch and and sticking the landing. That's how jumping the shark this moment is gonna be. So um, the next thing that happens is that for no fucking reason, literally, Suzanne Fitzgerald comes to visit Ryan. And they haven't seen one another since he was a very young child. And she tells him that she's his mother. And Ryan ain't having that and yells at her and walks away. And so that's why he's preoccupied when he fucks Claire later on that evening. And Claire tells him that the thrill is gone. And we're we're arguing like an old married couple. I got to find some new dick. And so that new dick was Cyril. That's when Cyril elbows her or hits her in the face with a fucking tray. And that's when they're like, he needs to go to the... Uh, O'Connell Institute or the uh, Connolly Institute but they're not going to decide anything until McManus comes back because what I'm figuring is that McManus is going to be the one to actually listen and be like she has to go mm-hmm. that's just me guessing out loud you know what I don't even care enough about this story to even think that hard about it Yeah, I don't Fuck care this. about Claire at this well point McManus tried to tell them that Claire was <laughs> On some fuck shit before, yeah. So exactly. Like, so like McManus is, if, even if McManus is the one to listen, who do, who's going to listen to him? Because, because she's he's involved, retaliating because of the sexual harassment, mm, right? And, she, and she's involved. So like, who's going to listen to him? So and that's how it should be. That's not saying that that's how this shit is going to be written because they've just been taking the easy way out on all of this shit. Is fucking stupid. There's no easy way out. 
There's no shortcut home. Sorry, that's Rocky Five for or Rocky Four for those of y'all who don't know. That shit, that, that background music, I, I forget. I can. That bass can, goes. That bass guitar yeah. was in there. Doom, yeah. doom, doom, doom. See, Brandon don't know about that movie because he wasn't born when it came out, and so he didn't watch it. And then, like that desperation, that there's no easy way out, like that, that desperation <laughs> in there, like, like that shit, that shit made you feel something. You was just like, yeah, we gonna punch some shit, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of punch some shit, Ryan's dad comes to visit. This Hey, Dad. It's snowing like a motherfucker. They say we'll get maybe 15 inches by Thursday. Appreciate you making the effort. What's wrong? The hacks were talking about sending Cyril away to the state loony farm. So? So? So if he goes to that shithole by himself, then he's gone forever. What's the difference? This shithole, that shithole. Yeah, but at least here in Oz, he's got me. Now, you've been such a force for good in his life, huh? Fuck you. That's my boy. You didn't call me about Cyril. You got some other nonsense going. Now out with it, because I want to get back before the roads get worse. Suzanne Fitzgerald. She came to see me. She said she's my real mother. She's a lying cunt. A miserable lying cunt, you hear me? Fuck, it's true. Hey, I gotta go. It's true, isn't it, Dad? Oh, it's true. It's damn true. So, if a nigga starts flaring up like that, <laughs> it starts goes from zero to like 250 miles per hour real quick, it happened. I'm just trying <laughs> to figure out if Cyril's her, her son too, because them niggas look like twins, but one got on a long wig. Yeah. But I... Don't care about it. Yeah, I, I don't care. I know the answer to that part. Oh, we but it's but that but the the answer is just as dumb as this. <laughs> so so Ryan is now confident that Suzanne's his mom, and Doctor Nathan offers to find her. Stop! Stop, lady! Look, yo, stop! I know you feel something for this dude, but like, yo, stop sticking your neck out for this dude. He gonna get you caught up and you gonna get lost in the motherfucking sauce. Like you already lost in the motherfucking sauce from, from your from your legal issues now. And hopefully that fucking lawyer is able to fucking help you. Uh, because when the, when the fucking, uh, when, the, when the reporters was talking to her, they were like, yo, the Wagner Corporation is hanging your ass out to dry. So like, you got bigger fucking issues than trying to figure out that this bitch is mama. Like, fuck this shit. This is stupid. You can't control love. I guess not. But this the heart shit leads gone. you where the heart leads you. The heart's gonna lead her to fucking ruin. Absolute fucking ruin. And she should fucking know this shit. Like, sometimes. Yeah, but like, like, I get it. Like, what happens in the prison happens in the motherfucking prison. But like extracurricular activities to a motherfucker who can't deal with this shit himself, like bruh, I need you to fall all the way to fuck back. Well, I'm sis, sis, I need you to fall all the way to fuck back on these extra shit. Well, it's that. Turn around every now and then. 
That's where she's at. Turn around. Like you getting yeah. into fuckery. You get you keep you holding in, hands in public and shit. You keep inviting yourself to the fuckery. Like the, the fuckery is coming at you. But like what you do is the most important part here. Like, yo, you don't need to try to find this lady. What good does that do you mm-hmm. when your shit's fucked up? Your, your medical license may be taken from you. Your identity as a caregiver and a doctor, when she said that people call her a nurse, and we've never heard that ever. Um, like, <laughs> we've never heard this shit ever. But like, yo, you're, you're, that, that whole thing is getting ready to get taken from you. And you're like, I'll find this lady who says she's your mom. And, you know, but I can't help you with the, the mental ward thing. That's above yeah. my pay grade. No, <laughs> you got those two things reversed, ma'am. Like, yeah. as a doctor, you can get him out the medical ward, but you hunting down his mom? Not your not well, That's your, a quick Google job. search. That's all. There yeah, ain't Google. no Google in 2001. <laughs> yeah, Google in 2001. Yeah. Not like that. Yeah, Yahoo. They had Yahoo, yes. I'll give you that. They have AltaVista. <laughs> nah, this bitch is going to ask Jeeves. <laughs> yeah, just you know ask Jeeves. I she love to ask Jeeves. He had the answers. <laughs> That's an easy thing. It's hey, man, not, I, I, I'm, a, I'm in the prison with Ryan. He made a mistake. Come back and see him. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, Sharon Fitzgeralds out there. I'm certain, and also that leaves a record of you going to hunt down. So what? That's not illegal. Mm. But it's McManus questionable. would have done it. No, he wouldn't have. Yeah, he would have. Not maybe for a lady inmate. No, you don't fuck with the lady inmates. He would have done it for someone that could do something for him. Mm. So, um. Hughes talks to his mom and tells her that he's safe and that he isn't a little boy anymore and that he isn't fragile. He said that just because his dad got shanked when he was seven doesn't mean he should be treated like a doll. And he says for the first time, he's found his true self, that thing that he was born to do. That thing, that thing, What's the that thing? thing. And I guess he means being an inmate. He I says he could change the world if he gets out of Unit J. And his mom asks him what he's planning. And I hope it involves him in an elevator shaft. And also, why the fuck was that visiting room so dark? Who the fuck turned the, the lights off? Why did the fuck did she not go straight to the fucking warden? It's like, yo, this 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 dude who you keep you keep riding for, even though he's not ride worthy. Um, I think he's gonna do something. You so might want to keep he, an eye he, on this. He a two for two. Yeah, might want to walk yeah. in there and 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 and, uh, nah. and the nigga the nigga literally tells Saeed or uh, tells Mobaso later on, I should I should really go check on him. I haven't looked at him since he went into that area. Yeah, he he's not two for two. Like he is fucking I'm, the, I'm the governor it. getting stabbed up. The mm-hmm. no, I'm talking the about gov- him doing out and out dumb shit. Like the governor getting stabbed up and and at a BC getting the gun. He's two for two tasing somebody yeah no i'm talking about shit that got him sent to jail shit that got him sent to jail okay but like fuck shit oh yeah now nah, he's like 19 for 19 this motherfucker is on some steph curry shit yeah he's now shooting from half court 
and turning around before it even leaves his hands. <laughs> Steph Curry with the shot, boy. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Steph Curry with the shotgun. So even Robeson is now telling Mo Basil. That's what I decided to call him because you know Mo Bay and Basil, and I don't like I don't like either name. So just Mo Basil that he should let his wife visit. She sent another letter, and Robeson says that she seems like she's getting worse and worse. <laughs> He's reading his letter like yeah. you really should look. Yeah. You really should talk to her. You know they run they run the mailroom, so you know he read all this shit. But the white supremacist is like, yo, nigger, <laughs> your wife ain't good, fam. You should really reach out to her. Don't tell nobody I said this to you. Yeah, wipe out. This, let this be between us. <laughs> let this be between us, nigger. Your wife is really concerned about you, bro. Like, are you okay? Like she's been writing you like constantly, like drama. Yeah, I need you to I need you to uh speak to your wife. No robe on. You, you know, know what? what? No robe on. <laughs> you know what? Real talk. I've never said this to a nigger before, but I need you to be a man and reform your family. White power. No Romo. I don't know what that means. So no, I say no robe on. I don't know what that means either. He's a white supremacist. No robe on. Oh, no robe on. I thought you said no Romo. I said I said no Romo after, but like I said, but originally I said no robe on. Oh, okay. But then it sounded like you said no roll on, and I was thinking everybody get your roll on. So that's why it didn't make sense to me. And you know, whatever. I feel you. Uh, Then, and they call him Robson. I've been calling him Robson because in the first season they were calling him Robson when he got his accent. I, I think I think yeah I think that's just how people. That's just how Mo Bay says it. That's that's Schillinger, no, because Claire Schillinger. said it too. Schillinger, Schillinger. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep going. Uh, Robeson delivers magazines to you, and he tells Hughes there wasn't any mail for him. He calls him tough guy, and that's enough for Hughes to say bite me, which is such a stupid fucking term. Where exactly are you asking people to bite? Like, what the fuck does that term mean? Because getting bitten hurts. And if you ask them to bite your dick, that's just dumb. And, um, hold on, wait. He, White he, people, help me out. What the fuck does that shit mean? Bite me, Bobby. I mean. Does, does, did, did the teeth thing with him happen already? Look at that racism yeah. by Rashani. Yeah, Do you say bite me, Brandon? Who's, who said bite me in the show? A white guy named Hughes. A black guy. It was written by white people. Good sir. Oh, okay. Definitely. Your Definitely. assumption is that it's written by a white person. Dude, have Definitely. you seen their 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 writing room? There's no black people there. Man, How do you know? Okay. Hold on. You you I really mean, asked for this. We can I mean you can look at the you can go to IMDB and look at the, the, the writing staff and looks like Tom Fontana wrote this shit himself. It's a lot of white people. And some blacks. No. No. <laughs> like, no. Like, like Tom Fontana wrote this shit himself, and he is the whitest of white old man. Yeah, no. He didn't write all of it. <laughs> Why not? If Tyler Perry can do it, he can do it. Fuck, man. He's one of us. Shit. He's a Virgo. Oh, I thought you mean he was black. I was like, get the fuck out of no, my face. No, 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 no. He's born, he's born on the 12th. Bite me, Bobby. But what movie was that? Oh, fuck. 
You know what? I take that back. You're right, Brandon. And you know why? It's fucking Augustus' fault all over again. Because in The Best Man, he tells somebody, bite me. And they say, if I can find it. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, you. Thought niggas, I know niggas will say, eat me. Like <laughs> Niggas will say, eat me like a motherfucker. Thank you. It's okay, Brandon. I understand. Eat me is a more homeowner. Stop being so racist. But it is a white person term. Yeah. Like if you it's run just, down the list. It's not a white person term. It's just a, a corny person term. That's what I said. Uh, I know a lot of black corny people. Me too, Brandon. No, not me. I'm cool. <laughs> so, you know, I love you. So you're a, cool, you're a cool blick nerd, son. That cool blick nerd on Twitter. Why do you say B-O-K. blick? What the hell is blick? That's what you have. Because, okay, that's blick. That's, no, that's black. That's, that's how Rashani says it at the, after every show. I know, yeah, it's, it's so weird. It's black. It's not black. It's B-L-K. That's blick. Have you never heard of shorthand before? Yes, I have, but I have to tell people how to find you on Twitter. So when people say, when people write you on Twitter, do you say, uh? What? When someone's instead of writing Y-O-U, they'll write you. The letter U? Yeah, you don't go. I'll say the letter U uh, instead of you. You don't say, uh. Do you want me to call you that cool black nerd? You say you. No, I'm actually thinking about changing it. To that cool blick nerd? Definitely not that. The blicky? (laughs) No. (laughs) Get it right. All right. He's the cool black nerd on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. BLK. Um, So, anyways. Also, BLK is pretty common shorthand for black. It's like a lot of BLK. What no. you gonna do when I bend the block? BLK. What the hell's Blick even mean? A Blick. By the way, the there's an app in the App Store called BLK, and it's called Dating for Black Singles. How you know that? Because I just typed in BLK in Google, and that's the first Ooh, thing that popped up. Ooh, you better erase that. You better erase the history too. Number thirty-four <laughs> in social networking. Look at you, that. You better. Black get people that, must be on here. You better get that out your app. It's got one hundred and sixty-four thousand ratings. All so I'm, apparently this is like a real app. All I'm saying is you better delete that footage. I don't got to delete nothing. You want me to redact this whole part? Nope. You sure? Yep. That's Look you this. looking up apps for black love on, on, on Google. Black is the new app for black single men and black single women with a simple mission to create an exclusive community where black men and women can find meaningful connections with people who share similar likes and interests. You should say who in here says bite me and we'll see who makes a connection based on that. No, that sounds uh-huh. like a bad way to make a connection. I don't want to, I wouldn't want to date another corny person. See, told you you're corny. No, I'm saying I wouldn't want to date another <laughs> corny person. I've dated a corny person before. Oh, I wouldn't want to do that again. So if I, was single. I wouldn't either. I mean, corny is safe though. Send unlimited amount of likes to other members. That doesn't sound like a good idea. No, nah, that sounds like Pornhub, like like those places, Adult Friend Finder. That's what that shit was called back in the early 2000s. I wonder how many white people are on this app. A lot. <laughs> Trying to meet black people. Looking for love in all the <laughs> wrong places. <laughs> That'd so, be interesting. So, 
Hughes says, bite me. And Robeson says, where? And that's all it takes for the fight to start, which is fucked up because Robeson was just being accommodating. Anyways, Claire breaks up the fight and tells Robeson to take off. And he does with a yes, sir, and tells Hughes bye-bye, baby, as he grabs his crotch. Are you there, God? It's me, Derek. Please kill Clayton Hughes. I mean, are we allowed to pray for stuff like that? I mean, because he's not a real person. So please, could you please? please? Everybody wants to kill him. They wanted to kill him in The Walking Dead, too. Yeah, because he's a fucked up pastor. Mo Basil suggests asking Leo to put Hughes in solitary. And you says that Hughes is like a son to Leo. So he says to uh, Mo Basil, would you put your son in solitary? And just like that, Mo Basil realized that he has a son and he says it tenderly as he caresses the envelope that his wife sent him. My son. This was so stupid. It Mo Bay says, I'm going to go talk to the warden about Clayton Hughes. He goes to talk to the warden and doesn't say goddamn shit except Clayton Hughes' name and then starts talking about himself. Mm-hmm. And then leaves to call his wife. Well, because Leo's like, you know what? I'm going to handle that. I ain't seen him in a while. I ain't seen him. But I'm going to go seat him. And and I bet you that he's going to stab. Yeah, but he's supposed uh, to be telling them that like he's acting out with some shit. He didn't say shit. He just said Clayton Hughes. He's going to stab. Oh, yeah. My wife is doing. My wife ain't doing good. How's your wife? But before that, he, he helps out Floria with her death drawer. By the way, I looked up the actress for Floria. Mm-hmm. After this show, she only did two more shows the rest of her career. She was set for the rest of her life. And those were like cameos. Set. Leo says, stop pushing your wife away. So he calls her and asks her to come. And soon. Also, Beecher wants to throw Boost Miles a bachelor party. And Rebido reminds him that a bachelor party is one part alcohol and one part stripper. So guess what ain't going down? But Rebido has gotten Boost Miles a, a, conjugal, a conjugal visit room. Even though conjugals haven't been allowed in like, god damn, four fucking years. Sister Peter Marie made it happen. But she can't get the rest of them niggas no ass. Conjugal visits. Ha. Conjugal visits. Also, this was going to bust in your face. They just leave it. Him at the altar. Okay, Cedric the Entertainer. Hey, I wrote that. Nigga, that shit came from that shit came from Cedric the Entertainer when he was talking about uh, Rick James getting out of jail, writing songs. That is one hundred percent Cedric the Entertainer's bit. I wrote that. You just that don't is, remember. You don't remember, but that is one hundred percent Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> yeah, you still the jokes, dog? I guess so, because I wrote that shit back in oh, Carlos Mencia ass nigga. I wrote that shit back in like 2011. Nope. This is when when did when did Rick James get out of jail? I don't know. It was way before that. So <laughs> exactly. uh, don't need to get grass because I'm yeah, that god damn it. Fuck you, Scar. <laughs> You've been waiting years to say that to me. Years. So I just um, need to make sure that you don't plagiarize another motherfucking comedian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not. It's not cool. I'm not. I'm not there for that. You know. Uh, Boost Miles also tells Rebido that he's a virgin, and that's the reason why Rebido thinks this relationship is going to fail. Not because Boost Miles is in jail. 
Exactly. That's a good point. Nigga, he wasn't going to get no ass until Sister Pete opened up the uh, room to him. He so would that when he get out of jail. I think I jail think, for life. I think if, if old girl don't show up, Sister Pete need to bust it open for your boy. Man, he's Sister Pete was looking great when they were in there waiting for her for like 45 to 50 minutes and Nigga. she didn't show up. Nigga, now, I told y'all that's a dope old bird right there, dog. Norma's <laughs> 45 minutes late and they talking about she going, it's the snow. It's the yeah, snow. But that, my thing, that's my thing about the, the fucking O'Reilly thing. Like, you know all this snow and shit is coming. Like, you couldn't just call your dad. Like, you had to tell him to come all the way out that bitch in the fucking snow just so you could ask him about the, the, the one random lady that just showed up. I mean, like, you couldn't pretty did that important shit to ask your father if, if did you lie about my mother? I kind of want to do that in person, that, too. That dude would have had the exact same reaction over the phone. And you would have known his ass but, was lying. No, but see, O'Reilly reaction to him was not what he said it was his face he looked at his face and he was like oh no you lying no it was when he went from zero to 200 real fucking fast that's when he's like oh shit you really fucking lying about this shit this shit is true like it's his reaction and i think his reaction would have been the fucking same over the phone conjugal visits i'm sorry it's in my head now So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was funny. Um, a random guy named Stephen is converting to Catholicism, and it seems to be another step in the stupid ass battle for souls between Father Ray and Pastor Dylan. I, th- I think they need to start doing the whole thing. Um, you know, what, what is the movie The Departed? When someone is about to bite it, there's a there seem to be an uh, there's there's like a red X somewhere in the background. Um, Did you just say they're about to bite it? I didn't say him. I tell the nigga to bite me, but like, <laughs> but, but um, when when they're about to go, there's like a red X in the background. He might as well just wore a red X. Like as soon as they introduce somebody randomly that had supposedly had always been there, that they they not long for this world. There needs to be some red X's somewhere around. So, yeah, as he walks Samuel, the rando, out of his office, he makes sure to turn and look at Jeremiah like fucking uh, David Blaine and shit. And this whole yeah. thing is just dumb. Yeah, he, he all he needed. I mean, at this point, the only thing that was left for him to do is walk up to Jeremiah and just started fucking body rolling or some shit. Like, it's just so fucking <laughs> stupid. Like, it's so fucking stupid. This whole thing is stupid. Like, and like when 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 they tried to settle this shit, when they had the 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 convergence of all of the different, you know, uh, monotheistic uh, religions, the, the ecumenical. Yeah, uh, service. whatever you call it. Yeah, it, I mean, but like, yo, dog, like, if he's, it's still, it, we, we, it's all the same God. It's just we believe different things about the same God, right? All I'm gonna say is this: if you're in prison and you're seeing your pastors act like gangbangers over their religions, Timmy Kirk shanked the motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> Because he went from bloods to crips. That's all I'm going to say. Exactly. That's what just happened. And then Timmy was like, yeah, Matthew 28, 44. You taught me that. <laughs> the blood and crisps. 
the whole thing is stupid. And so, like, the point that I laughed about was when Father Ray literally walked over to Dylan and was like, I hope you're not upset that Samuel chose me. You know the name of the game. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah, they both apologized for being envious of each other and losing sight of, of Christ. And they are helped out by Saeed saying, all religions are the fucking same, dog. Really? It's all, it's all the same God, bro. So they have their big ecumenical uh, meeting or, 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 or service. I mean, but they're giving this, this inmate a lot of power. I mean, they gave Saeed the same amount, I guess, but he ain't having like no, well, I guess. Yeah, okay. Isn't this man a scammer? He is. They don't he care. is. He's probably getting commissary. <laughs> <laughs> he probably getting money on his books, his offering. <laughs> Put some money on my books. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay, I'm done. I am done with that. Return to Oswald will return after this brief break. It's time to feel the rage. Join us on Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Why is it that you always talk all the time? I can't understand I why this, this, voice voice this is the Merman, the voice of reason. These two can't agree on anything most of the time. Some movies are Mondo, some are just suck. Every week, something is going to make us rage. Join us every Wednesday and feel the rage. What's going on, everyone? This is your girl, Julene, host of It Goes Down in the PM. We talk about everything from work, motherhood, local celebrities to comic books. Tune in every Friday at 1 o'clock to find out what really goes down in the PM. Hi there. I'm Megan. And I'm Danielle. And we are Crime and Roses. We are a true crime and bachelor franchise recap podcast. Yeah, we're both. We are two Georgia attorneys watching and recapping all things Bachelor just for you. So we're talking Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Winter Games, Summer Games, all the games. Basically any show that ABC comes up with and forces us to watch. And then we'll release a true crime episode connected to what we've seen on the show that week. So if you don't like true crime, we have The Bachelor. And if you don't like The Bachelor, we have true crime. And if you don't like either, we're probably not the podcast for you. And that's okay. So if you're into one of those things, both of those things, come check us out as we combine our two favorite things into one-stop listening shop for you. So find us on your favorite podcatcher and on social media at Crime and Roses and email us at crimeandroses at gmail.com. Bye. Love you. Mean it. If you're into all things comics, you have to check out Take a Knee for Marvel vs. DC, your go-to podcast for comic and superhero discussion, debates, polls, and more. Tune in as regular Scott and Ozzy Killmonger chat about your favorite comic topics, and you never know who may show up for an open mic or what will be next on their favorite One Gotta Go. Take a Knee for Marvel vs. DC, every Sunday, powered by the Defy Light Podcast Network. Hey y'all, this is Derek. 
We want to thank y'all so, so much for taking time out to listen to this show. What we'd like for you to do right now, wherever you're at, is screenshot your phone, iPad, or whatever you're listening to the show on, and send it to us on Twitter at Return to Oswald. We'll retweet it to everybody and show that you're a part of the family. Also, if you'll be so kind as to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast at, and subscribe and follow, we'll greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, and back to the show. So, um, after that, Vern talks to Dylan. Uh, he says that Carrie's coming to visit, and he has to let her know that Hank is dead. And so, you know, he ain't really in no spiritual place right now. Um, and so, Carrie comes in, and the first thing Hank tells her is, I need to tell you something, but you're going to have to be strong for the baby. Yeah. And then, and then she goes, well, they said that I might be having a baby early. Foreshadowing. Be <laughs> like... strong for the baby. And so he tells her, and she's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, labor. You and... knew that was about to happen. Exactly. And she goes into labor due to her stress about finding out the news about Hank. And he's screaming, somebody get a doctor. Like, Dr. Nathan isn't right down the, the, the hallway. So they take her into the medical ward. And they deliver a baby who looks Not like the black about... nurse. Right? They didn't stop her. They didn't stop the black nurse from being able to help out this time. Um, <laughs> and um, they deliver a healthy, bouncy three-month-old that they smeared jelly all over. That was a big-ass baby, dog. That was an old-ass baby. That baby done seen some shit. <laughs> that baby, his, eye, his eyes has seen rivers. <laughs> <laughs> So he one of those babies that you look at and you say, that little nigga been here before. <laughs> I think I honestly believe that I saw a fucking tooth. That's all I'm gonna say. I had to I, pause a couple I have, times. I have seen I have seen newborns with teeth before. Not like that. That nigga in, looked like he was person. about to drive. I've seen it in person. So the next thing that happens is that. Fucking William Rawls shows up in Oz. Like, holy shit. And in this one, in Oz, he's a closeted gay man who's in a lieutenant position. And this one, he's Colonel Edward Galston, convicted 21601 of rape and assault. He was sentenced to 15 years and he's up for parole in seven. I meant to look him up because I was like, yo, I know that dude from something. That's Carmel Falcone. That too. From that shitty fucking show. From Gotham. Gotham. You know what? Gotham would have been better if they had kept Jada Pinkin out of it. Gotham would have been better Gotham. if they didn't make it. That Gotham, too. Gotham, no, fuck that shit. Gotham has a purpose. It is the cure for insomnia. My Lord. Like, let me tell you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. True. I have, I have not, I have never slept as great as I have while trying to watch trying to watch gotham i slept like a fucking baby like this shit was great gotham is the cure for insomnia i used to think it was boys to men's evolution but no no it's you gotham. thought it was nora jones you punk fuck my oh, no, cousin called no, me a couple weeks ago she nora still jones, hurt nora jones like come on like come on 
that come that away with me. That 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 Nora Jones <laughs> album is. I mean, okay, I'm not going to say the other part. I'm going to keep that part to myself. Nora Jones' album is great if you are a doula and your client is having a baby in a waiting pool. That's some great background music right there. Yeah, that and, that and like some, some Erica Badu. I can't see Love of My Life being played in the background while you having but, but a you baby know, in a Erica in a Badu pool. is... But Erica Badu is actually a doula. You know what I'm saying? She's like, a doula, but I just can't see. Well, well. Yeah, like you can get a push, push. I, I just, I just, I just can't Don't see. Squeeze, push, push. I just can't see. Here's my philosophy living <laughs> in a penitentiary. <laughs> push. Now, so, you, this, this, I mean, you got, you got to take some songs out. Yeah, you definitely. got to take some songs out. But yeah, definitely. So he gets roomed up with um with Beecher and he goes to the addiction meeting, the addiction group, and he tells them that he doesn't have an addiction. He just made a mistake and he's proper, he's being properly punished for it. Um, and he won't have any trouble adapting. After that, Catherine McLean comes to see Beecher and she wants to get Beecher out on parole. She thinks she might be able to get him out based on how good he's been and what happened to his family. Uh, but she tells him to keep out of trouble and she'll set the wheels in motion for it. And so, of course, the very next thing that happens is that uh, Rawls is in the pod with Beecher and he's like, are you gay? And Beecher's like, it don't matter because I wouldn't give you none anyway. And Rawls is like, yeah, that don't ask, don't tell bullshit was bullshit. And Beecher can't help it. And he's like, yeah, instead of having gay men in the military, they should rather have open homophobes and rapists. And so Rawls runs up on him and Beecher literally low blows him like in a WWE match from like no, 2000. It was like Johnny Cage. Nah, because he went nah, with the forearm. Yeah, he, he forearmed he did the him thing. Up, like, Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. He did the low blow like DX used to do. Ding! <laughs> he didn't punch him in the dick. And so they ran in and immediately grabbed him up and he knew he fucked up and he got dragged out of there like my son when he was like three and was like, let's be friends, dad. <laughs> he's like, he's you like, want to be friends? He's like, let me fucking explain. <laughs> like, yo, calm down. How don't y'all see him drag building a tunnel, but you saw me punch this dude in the dick? Why? So he gets thrown <laughs> into the cage. Right. And he throws shit around, and that's his time getting fucked up already. Already. Uh, Jackson Vahue comes to talk to Sister Pete, and like I said, he can't admit that he raped a woman. And so he's she's like, yo, you, well, I'll see you later. Also, you were clean uh, when you had the uh, parole hearing. I hope you stay that way. That's foreshadowing because he immediately goes to Burr and he tells him, look, I ain't getting high off this shit. The shit poet's selling me is weak and Burr's like, nah, you gotta, you've gotten a fucking tolerance to it. What you need to do is skin pop behind your legs. So he cooks up the dope and 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 injects it behind his knee. So if he has a tolerance to this drug, did he ever stop? No, he kept doing drugs and he built up a tolerance. Augustus ain't make him do drugs again. You still on that 
shit. Why are you bringing up old stuff? Because we talked about that earlier. I wanted to be right. I feel you. You're not. Because what happened was ever since he missed that parole, he's been doing drugs every day. And they literally state that. Okay, so what? So that's what happened. That's how you build up a tolerance if you're doing he didn't drugs. Miss parole and, because he can, of and unlike everybody else, he can afford drugs every day because the niggas in the NBA. Augustus was just doing the job that the justice system forgot to do. They're supposed to reach out to the victim before the parole hearing. They forgot to do it. Augustus did their job for him. Yeah, why did Augustus do the job again, Brandon? Because that dude is a him hater. High. That dude made him get on drugs when he wanted to get off drugs. That has nothing to do with it. It was rude as shit to him. Nope. Rebido mm-hmm. called it for what it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Rebido. Yeah. The man who stabbed don't, don't his own roommate. Don't be getting on Rebido. Don't, don't, don't get down on Rebido. Stabbed his he... own roommate who did nothing to him for <laughs> no reason. Don't get down on Rebido because Rebido was right. Rebido just wanted to feel we something again. We, we don't fuck with Augustus no more. He a Chavez nigga. Like, we don't... <laughs> Awesome. We don't fuck with that nigga no more. Like, no, haters. this nigga, this nigga turned into a hater himself. We he don't fuck with haters. Everybody said he was a hater. He turned into a, yeah, that's what you call do writers in prison. Haters. No, you call him a what? He's a do writer. You do not call a do writer a, a, a hater. That's what you call him in prison. You call him a snitch if they go snitch. You don't call him nothing if they don't do nothing. But he's literally a hater. He got called a hater. They call people a lot of things in us. Y'all are haters. I'm just calling y'all want Augustus to see a fuck shit going on and be like, well, you know, not me. And Um, Augustus is like, no, 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 no. I have, I, I, I have a limit. Okay, I have. Uh, a wall that I can reach, and if y'all try to go past this wall, I'm gonna build it up taller. And you know how I build up a taller wall in eyes? You know By what? Stitching. You know what? Honestly, I Man have a gambling me. problem. I have a gambling problem. When I go to a casino, I know that if I sit down and I win money, it's going right back on the table. I know that, and me knowing. That if I go into a casino, I'm going to spend money that I have and don't have because it's not about the money for me. It's about the rush and the thrill and the adrenaline. Me knowing that, I stay away from any situation that will cause me to gamble. That includes apps on my phone. That's the 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 um, Texas Hold'em app that that uh, they had on Facebook, Zynga or whatever it was called. I played it for like three days, realized the pool, and had to delete it. I realize that there's games on the Nintendo that I can't play because it's gambling. I realize that and I stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Augustus, version of that is Augustus realizes that he is a do-gooder and he knows that he's a do-gooder and he knows that when it comes down to it, he's going to snitch. Why the fuck did he put himself in that position with Burr in the first place? He, that's his daddy. He said that. That dude took care of me. That's what he said. He said the, he's like a father to me. He took care of he's me. A, he's a stepdad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he's his he's a surrogate. So anyway, Carlton Tug Daniel convicted. And, 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 never mind. Oh no, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, you know, 
I mean, he just says that. That's like, why he didn't snitch on Bird. Like, usually in that situation, Augustus would have said, Oh, no, he snitched. About to, no, he oh. snitched on what was about to happen. He yeah, did no, not he say Bird was Burr. the. No, he didn't. Bird didn't get arrested. They didn't put it, it in the They didn't come for Bird. Here's, they didn't come thing. for Bird. They didn't but, come but, for Bird. If he would have snitched on Bird, they would have put that Bird still knew. Burn knew exactly what happened because he because when the shit started popping off, he turned around and looked directly at him. He like, right, but my point is, if it was anybody but Burr, Augustus would have told him what was happening, and he would have told him the person who was behind it. <laughs> they should have gave it. They should have gave that bitch ass nigga some strings. Like y'all know how to do cats cradle. Like he was so fucking guilty, dog. Fuck out of here, yo. I'm like, it's just, I don't know. I respect if the I man know, of principle. I respect the man of principle until he wades into a place where he loses those principles, but then he wants to stand on those principles when it's convenient to him. I think that's my issue principles? When he went after Supreme Allah? That was losing the principles? Mm-hmm. When he tried to murder Supreme Allah, you mean? You mean the person that he thinks that got him in prison? When he, tr- why didn't he tell on him? Tell on him what? Because because What's only, he gonna tell on him. Because the only know. person, the only <laughs> person, the tell. only person that said this was Burr. I don't know. Like, nothing to tell. Like that's he, called revenge. You know he does revenge. I think that I think that my issue with it is you want him to be one way. Like you know. want him to only be like this 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 paragon of good, but the nigga is a hater and he's a snitch. And you have to be able to admit that. My thing about it is sometime real soon. Um don't tell us, just keep it to yourself. No, I'm saying don't do like, it. I don't want to know. If it's I'm, if it's if you plan me, keep it on the low. I don't want to know. It's just like how do you I mean like Burr is the only person that told you this shit. So like how do you reconcile that with what you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you confirm that? And there's ways I mean, to confirm I mean, honestly, honestly, let's be real. We all know Burr's lying and Burr's the reason why the motherfucker. Yeah, we already know that. We know that. But to Augustus, Burr's his daddy. So his daddy tell him that this man set you up. And now he rolls on him. But when he tells somebody else to roll on somebody who's been really trying to fuck with Burr, who's been trying to kill Burr, Augustus yeah, got a problem no with that. Augustus is about revenge. That's not that's not unusual. He does that before. Yeah, he does. That's within his character. If you're about revenge, though, that in some way, shape, or form means you're a hater. You hate what happened to you, and you want justice for it. I don't know if getting justice is being called a hater. That's a stretch. That's a bit of a stretch. Someone kicks me. So I kick them back. I'm a hater. Okay, if you that's not them, a hater. No, if you kick them back, that's justice. If you make sure they never get out of jail, that's justice. If I'm never getting out of jail, that's your definition of justice. If I'm in jail for 20 years and I make sure and you about to get out in three, so I'm wait, only wait, in jail wait. Because of you, Beecher and I'm Schillinger stay for 20. Beecher making sure Schillinger failed or didn't make a. Parole and telling him every time your parole came up and make sure you don't get it. Is that it's revenge? Yes, that's justice. All that shit Schillinger did to him, that's not even close to being equal. Beecher could do a whole lot more and never get to what Schillinger did. He killed his wife, he killed his child, he, he put a fucking well, I mean, uh, swastika super two, technically. He, he fucking ruined that man's life. It's nothing, it's nothing Beecher can do 
that he wouldn't he wouldn't be justified to do to War Schillinger. There's nothing. He killed both of his sons. So he didn't, he didn't kill the first son. Schillinger uh, killed the first. He son. literally set that up. He knew what was going to happen. That's not killing someone. Schillinger made that decision. Schillinger got mad because he said, "I ain't want to be a white supremacist anymore," and then he killed his son. <laughs> the second son, yes, but you know, the second son's because he killed his son. Fuck you, Dad. Oh man, a man oh. of principle. Y'all gonna stop sullying the great narrator? Mm. Fuck that nigga with everything. Fuck that nigga. So, Carlton Tug Daniels, convicted 2201, attempted murder in the first. Sentenced to 28 years, up for parole in 14. Again, this is the nigga who walked into a jail and stabbed somebody. What an yeah. idiot. And why, and like, how long has it been? Because uh, Supreme Allah got out of that fucking bed real easy to be stabbed in the gut. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like his abdominals, his abdominals were not sore at all. Mm-mm. For him to be getting up out of that, to get up out of that bed the way he did. And I don't know, I, I I'd be pretty put out with Burr because I'm in jail now. I mean, first of all, I wouldn't have shown up, but then after I show up and I stab somebody, what we're not gonna do is okay. Now I need you to murder somebody for me. No, he tried to. He, I mean, he was for him. It was retaliation for what happened to his brother. His brother. No, yeah, no, that was retaliation. Cool, 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 cool. I'm not murdering Chucky Pancamo. Who? I just got here. Who that is? But nope. He tells Tug to kill Chucky like first day in, and Kian Min wants Morales uh, to avenge the death of Beyond. Augustus is to get word to Eddie Kane in the hospital ward to finish off Supreme Allah. Also, Augustus looks no worse for wear for getting tipped out of his chair and stomped the fuck out. That was a long time ago. Is it though? Was it? A whole episode? That could be six months in Oz. But we don't know for sure how long of a time ago it was. That's all I'm saying. It was enough time for your man, for the tug to get arrested, charged, tried, and sent to jail. Mm -hmm. So it's been been some time. Uh, Remind remind me to tell a story uh, about Method Man. Uh, a few episodes from now. Okay, I'll try. So, You'll know uh, the episode. Kenman, Tug, and Poet are eyeing their targets in the lunchroom, and Augustus is having second thoughts. Hey, Bert. Listen, I've been thinking about this little war we activate. A lot of good men will die. I am gonna die in any case. But assuming you win, what you gonna gain? The hacks have locked down this whole prison. Can't keep the lid on it forever. Warden finds out you're the ringleader, he gonna send you to solitary. Augustus, what the fuck's your problem? You were my father's best friend, right? You and him went off to Vietnam together, and you came back alone. And since then, I have followed you. I have done your bidding. Never question him, right? So now you got questions. When I was 10 years old, I wanted a real job. You wanted a paper route. Wait, instead, you had me selling smack. Now you gotta learn the business. Why? Why do I need to learn how to sell drugs? 
because we didn't have any other options back then. Let me tell you something. I ain't gonna apologize for who I am or what I've done, right? Do I wish things had been better? Sure. Do I wish we'd been born in one of them fancy mansions up there on Kellogg Boulevard? Sure. But I don't hope and I don't dream. I take a shit in this world. I see reality and I make the best of it. You ain't got to tell me about reality. I live in Oz. I live in this chair. I live in Oz. I live in this chair. How y'all take that when, man's side when over? Did, when did he? When did he become poet? I live in Oz. I live in, I this, live in this chair. chair. Everything that man said was correct. He Every single mean. word out of his mouth was correct. He lives in this chair. But that wasn't the time to speak. The time to speak was before. My thing. That's my thing. The time was the time to speak was before this shit happened. You gotta talk, you gotta bring him to the side. You gotta talk to him to the side. You don't call the teacher out in the middle of the class. You go up to the teacher after the class and say, Hey, this is what happened. Not in the middle of why the teacher teaching. Hey man, what you doing? Like, no. After the class, you walk up to the teacher and say, This is what happened. Let me ask, you know. This is um, my concern. I must be the wrong kind of nigga because I damn sure would have been like, hey, teach, I think that's wrong. No, I'm not. If the teacher says something wrong, if the teacher does something that can be an argument, you don't start an argument in the middle of the class. I do, nigga. When that's you're at me. Work, when you're at work and you're talking, you're with somebody and you, know, you start to have a disagreement in the group chat, you go, okay, let's take this offline. And then you go and handle it. You don't no. fucking have an argument in the middle of the group chat with 15 other people online I'm, that don't give a shit. I'm a different type of nigga. It's got me in a lot of trouble over the years, but I'm See? a different type of nigga. See? Gotta handle it the right way. Like my man Augustus. No, Hold up I, on that I man. Never, I ain't never gonna handle it like that. Sorry. Man mm. to man. I don't gotta make a show. Man to man. That's how I feel. And I wouldn't be here if you let me have the goddamn motherfucking paper route. <laughs> he was so serious about it. I wouldn't be here if you let me have my goddamn motherfucking Cabbage Patch Kid. He was so, right. But I'm sorry. You're saying that now because of how you ended up. When you were in it, you were happy. You were mm-hmm. having a ball when before those police show up, showed up. Mm-hmm. You were having well, a, we know. We just saw him fucking this girl. Having he was a having ball. a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's having a ball. That means he was having a good moment. Nah, nah, I, I, I get no, I, I am under no uh, illusions, uh, illusions that he was not doing his thing, and like they wouldn't have came, like if he wasn't, if he wasn't doing his thing out here on these streets, the police would not have showed up in such a force. Last time I checked, he was a man no, on these. According streets. to the story, Supreme Allah set him up. That's why the police showed up. The police just the police just knew where he was. They didn't say no, no, no. no. Last they episode say, they said Supreme Allah lied and and set him up, and the police and told him where he was at and, and lied about what he was doing. The police came to him with a false, basically a false warrant for something that he wasn't doing. He was just a corner boy. How we know that's it? We don't know. I'm saying that's what the story says. 
Nah, they say he said he was a corner boy. He's he said he wanted a cor- he wanted a paper route. They made him a corner boy. Ain't nobody say he stayed a corner boy. He's a corner boy. Ain't nobody say he stayed a corner boy. He looked like he was doing pretty well for himself. Why? Because he had a place to live. We don't know. This could be New Jack City. Controllers. This could be New Jack City. We, who the fuck knows what kind of uh, neighborhood he was living in? He could have been living in a four hundred fifty dollars studio a month. I mean, he also he also could be running the Carter. Who the fuck knows? They, <laughs> they, they didn't give us enough information. Anyhow, um, Augustus then goes to Murphy and snitches about a war that hasn't even started yet. Kind of like Minority Report. Hey, he's black. It is a minority report. Fuck <laughs> y'all niggas. Niggas out here pre-cogging. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, also, I want to say personally, I dig how Ken Min is so down with the brothers. Like yes. brandy fried chicken for everybody up in this bitch. Nigga, that's how you know something is wrong. Like the bro, all all these black dudes show up, and then there's one Asian dude, and he makes sure he stands out front. Mm-hmm. You know something's wrong there. Like, you don't want to ask what he did to be down with this group. He's just in the group. Not at all. <laughs> Eddie Kane failed to stab enough Supreme Allah, and the sort team comes in before any murders can happen in the gym. Even though if they had cameras in there, they would have saw it anyway and would have stopped it. But M City goes on lockdown, and Bird knows Augustus did it. Giles wants to be stoned to death. Moses is going to die anyway it goes, but it's always good to hope. Uh, just in case, though, his lawyer tells him to get his life in order. But Leo tells Giles that he can't be stoned to death, but a group is going to st- uh, sue the state on his behalf. I mean, I wouldn't mind being stoned to death, Cheech and Chong style. <laughs> Anyhow, Moses is like, yo, I respect it. Game recognized game. You're going to be here for a long time because Leo said it's going to take years for him to get that figured out. And Giles is like, old age, old age. <laughs> you ain't crazy. You was a genius. I'm a motherfucking genius. Old age. <laughs> and somehow he gets a rock and he's literally playing with a rock in his hands because now he's happy. Moses it's wants a rock to- in here. <laughs> May back outside. So <laughs> Moses wants to be an organ donor now, but he wants to meet the people that he's helping. And he wants Saeed to make it happen. And Saeed says he'll see what he can do. That's going to turn into another story I'm not going to give a fuck about. I can already tell. That's, her, that's going to turn into a fucking Will Smith movie. Leroy, Leroy <laughs> is talking that good gospel, <laughs> telling a new recruit, being a man ain't about drugs or fists or banging your bitch. Praise be. And Saeed and Arif are extremely proud of him. Ropes and Ahoyt, though, they want to know why Saeed isn't dead when they had paid him, when they had paid Leroy to kill him. Leroy's payment happened. I don't know, but he got half. Leroy says his name isn't Leroy anymore, and he changed his mind. So now we know Leroy's going to die. Yep. Leroy talks to Saeed, and he admits that when he first joined the Muslims, he was lying. Saeed is like, I know you were lying. Then why'd you accept me? Because it's not my choice, my brother. Praise be to Allah. 
And he man. talks about how he feels about how he was when he killed Adebisi. And he's been really introspective in the last five minutes of this episode about Adebisi all of a sudden. And over fucking acting like, it's like, yo, did you just walk out of theater? Like he is acting so strongly and it's just like, yo, you're doing a little bit too much. I mean, that's kind of like his thing. I mean, he must be, he must be awesome in the theater, but he is over fucking acting right here. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I got it. It used to be. It used to be. It used to be like greatness. Now it's just fucking annoying. Salah, you've seen trouble. My soul is heavy, minister. So talk to me. I'm afraid. Afraid to speak the truth. Never be afraid of the truth, my brother. I lied to you. You see, when I first approached you saying I wanted to become a Muslim, I had vengeance in my heart. Because of what you did, killing Adabisi. But then the bliss of Allah replaced the vengeance. Now I'm a true believer. I knew. The day that I embraced you, that you were lying. You did? Mm Mm-hmm. Then why? The ways of the Almighty are wondrous indeed. He brought us together at this time and this place so that we could learn from each other. You learn from me? Ah. That day I went to Adabisi and I swore my loyalty to him. Since his death, I have been struggling with my demons. Still do. But you've taught me the world has many possibilities. Royston and Hoyt want you dead. I know. What are we going to do? As with everything else, we'll leave this in the hands of God. And so what happens is that Robeson goes to a random ass dude, random white guy, random inmate, and he's like, hey, if you pull this off, he doesn't even say what he's trying to pull off, but if you pull this off, you're going to get to be into the uh, the brotherhood, the Aryan brotherhood. But if you don't pull this off, we're going to leave you to them. No, he said he's going to feed it. <laughs> I'm going to feed you to them. And the crazy thing about it is the them that he's talking about, it is literally the loudest that I've ever heard background noise in all of Oz in the entire show. I've never been able to hear somebody say clearly in the background, fuck you, nigga. I'll feed you to them. I'm ready to do whatever you need. I heard conversations I never heard before. Fuck you, man. I'm like Ron Simmons. Crack that dice over you. Damn. Right? Damn. Damn. I told you I'm going to crack that dice over your head, nigga. Damn. So this random inmate is about to stab Saeed, and Saeed's about to get stabbed up. But Leroy jumps in front of the blade and takes the full full brunt and dies. Hold on. Saeed plays on Chicago Fire. He's a firefighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might have to watch this show. I can't imagine this man playing a firefighter. <laughs> and my man, my man from um from from Arrow is in Chicago Med, right? Or he was. 
I don't know. There's so many Chicago shows. I just want this Chicago man pizza. Played a firefighter. Oh it's, man, is Fire Made in PD right? Yeah, Chicago. He, Chicago made PD in Fire. So Saeed, Saeed blames himself for this shit, which it wasn't his fault. Also, that other dude had no. Why did he jump in front of Saeed? Is that what you paid? That's like that's your job. Like he's the imam, so you gotta save his life Don't of know. some sort. Also, how did that white dude get that gigantic fucking knife all the way there? Don't know. Without anybody seeing. And also, isn't this going to start the race war that Augustus was trying to avoid anyway that honestly has been brewing since the beginning of season? Well, this thing don't really start the race war because the the niggas don't really fuck with the Muslims like that. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, they've had a race war brewing up and it just fizzled. Except they were on the team when Adebisi was in charge. So they, the the race war kind of fizzled out and went nowhere. Until well, they were on the team until what's his face didn't That's get what no happened power. With the race war. Nothing. Until Adebisi Nothing. didn't give what's his face any power, and then he was mad. But let's give Saeed his chance to get an Oscar. Imam. Hey, Salah is dead. I killed him, you know. <laughs> I killed him just like I killed Adam Easy. I might as well have had the knife in my hand. In these bloody hands. Kareem. No. Say nothing. But you can't blame him, Sam. Like Saeed was like Psycho Sid. Remember Psycho Sid would do a promo, he'd be whispering, and then he'll be like, and then I'll do it. I was like that. That's how Saeed was. He was whispering, and then oh, and in the end, you will see the one who's meant to be is me. That's Psycho Sid. That's who, that's who he was, Psycho Sid. Yeah, that 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 yeah, he's right. That that was Psycho Sid on that ass. So, yeah. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. The, the, the my demons need feeding line just did not hit. You know, when we used to play um, Call of Duty Black Ops, Scar and I with some old friends and with family and whatnot, there was a perk that you could do where you'd unleash your dogs on people. And I'd scream out, my dogs are hungry. I like that more than my demons need feeding. Like, where the fuck did that come from? Are you about know. to turn into fucking Gangrel or something? <laughs> gangrel. Uh, uh. Oh, God. So, yeah. That was one time I stopped watching wrestling. When we saw that you were vibing with Salah all of a sudden, we knew that nigga was going to die. Nobody thought you was going to get stabbed up till at least the season finale. Anyhow, that's the end of the episode. Fuck this episode. It was better than last week. It was. I would say it's better than last week, but it's still this like the 
these moments seem so forced and not natural at all. Like it's just they're trying way too fucking hard. And it's they, like they, they don't have the capacity to, to write 14 episodes or whatever the fuck this season is. And they also realize that they are um about to be going up against some really great shows and they're like we got to keep people interested in us no matter how we do this yeah you know what you need Saeed's penis man that was a lot of dick in this episode that oh, i didn't God. expect like and i'm i mean i'm not saying like it's it's a bad thing i'm just saying i didn't expect to be able to see saeed's dick as he's talking to augustus just bow chicago yeah. fire and then fucking uh what you call it when he was going to the bathroom was like yo dog we didn't need to see that that was mm-hmm. unnecessary beach you're uh, getting Beecher. out the toilet Beat yeah. your dick. I mean, it's it's prison. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, the dude is at that same time is talking about I don't like gay people. Like, you said that you're gonna adjust to prison. Part of you adjusting to prison. Well, I take that back because Eddie Kane said the same exact thing and then started stabbing people about it. So, fuck yes. it. Yes, we got three episodes left of uh, this season. Yeah, this season. So I, there's no winners in this episode. They're all losers. And is gonna say Augustus. Well, he did, and he's healthy. He's a healthy, bouncing three-month-old. Yeah, exactly. Schillinger got a grandson. This is the Pete one. Jesus one. The Lord. The Lord one. The Lord. Because all of the religions came together, including the Jewish rabbi. That we've never seen before. Never seen. Never seen. And it made me think, like, are there Jewish? I mean, is Rebidow? Is is Boost Mollis? Like, who's Jewish? No, no, because Rebidow was in the uh, Christian services before. They were, who's they were Jewish? The Christian services before. I have not yet seen one person. Like, they really, like, honestly, and, that's fucked and, up. And, 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 uh, and the father was standing there to perform the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So who's who's the rabbi? Who who are you? And then and then they just kind of let that go. Are they still standing there? Better than they ever did. Feeling like a true survivor, feeling like a little kid. So Jesus won this episode. The Lord. The upper room won this episode. <laughs> the upper room. Uh, so you can check us out on Twitter at Return to Oswald. Uh, Brandon is on Twitter at that cool black nerd. That's be okay. What? What, Brandon? I'm sorry. Say good job. That's how you do it. That cool black, uh, black nerd. You're gonna have to keep reminding me, Craig, because I'd be forget. Cool black nerd. Uh, Scars on Twitter at Scarfinger. I'm on Twitter at Rashani. You can leave a review on Podchaser. Uh, the cool thing about going to Podchaser is that you can leave a review for the show as a whole or for the episodes. Uh, so do both. Uh, when you leave a review for the episodes, remember, we didn't write the motherfuckers. We just make fun of the motherfuckers. Exactly. It's important. Um. Also, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts and you can leave a review on Stitcher. Uh, you can email us at return to Oswald at gmail.com. Uh, holler at us. We'll holler back. Um, 
Oh, 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 yeah. You can uh, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash single simulcast or uh, patreon.com slash uh, buy us a coffee at buy me a coffee slash SS cast. Um, buying us a coffee ain't really going to get us no coffee, but I'm telling you right now, for hindsight, the other podcast that we do, we're doing Terminator, which part one and part two are good, but the other one, somebody else going to have to help me out with paying for Terminator uh, part three, Rise of the Machines. Bruh, that shit was rough. rough. So rough, so tough out here, Brandon. California. Terminator. Excited. <laughs> In the city. You know that song was called West Coast Pop Lock? Yeah, we pop lock. We pop lock. It was what was what um what game was that? Grand Theft Auto Vice San, City or was, was it San Andreas? I think it was San Andreas. I think it was San Andreas too because it was based out of California. San Andreas has the best soundtrack of any video, like uh, you know, like soundtrack. Well, like, you know, I would give it to you, except for the fact that Vice City has that good ass just rolling down the street vibe in the eighties music. Miami eighties, exactly. Nah, I can't roll with it. I'll I'll pick I'll pick five over that. Oh, well, guess what? I couldn't Rich do Herman. five because too often the motherfucker would call me up and ask me if I wanted to go bowling and shit. Terminator, by the way, that's four. My bad. Terminator, go for it. Terminator is free on YouTube. Which one? The first one. No, I bought the first two. They're classics, and it's free on Tubi. I bought the first one. They're classics. The first two are bonafide classics. I want somebody to pop up with Terminator 3 and be like, here. Terminator 2 is on Netflix and Pluto TV. Terminator 3. Terminator 3 is on HBO Max. Okay, cool. I got that. That's how I watch Oz. Okay, we good. As long as I ain't got to pay for that shit. Oh. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm By the way, Terminator 3's got 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's not I'm as ex- bad as you it's, say. It's I'm not a bad movie. You. It's just not good. Like it's it's, it's it, like it was like the, the original it was like the original Suicide Squad. That's a bad movie. <laughs> you know, I've that. heard a lot of people saying the Suicide Squad, the, the old one's better than the new one. And I'm like, is it though? Who said that? No, I haven't heard a single person say that. that hot take. On Twitter and on Facebook, I've seen people talking about it like that. And I'm like, I don't know what y'all saw. Now, Terminator Salvation. I loved the new uh, Suicide Squad. Terminator Salvation. It took a whole bunch of Marvel niggas to make DC hot. Is that what we're saying? That's what we're saying. Terminator Salvation has a 33%. It goes downhill quickly. That shit had a lot of Marvel side character actors and two directors. One actually directing the movie and one of them actually plays a fucking character in the movie. They need, they need a lot of motherfucking Marvel to make DC hot. But when it's hot, it's hot. And now there's three good DC movies. Shazam, The Suicide Squad, and Wonder Woman. Still never seen Wonder Woman. So... Thank you all so much for checking us out. We do greatly appreciate it. Um, For Brandon and uh, Scar, I'm Derek. Y'all be good. Gonna holler at you later. Peace.
simulcast.